0: Hey, hey everyone.
1: everyone. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the first, first episode of
0: The First <laughs> Rebels of Episode. Wow. Let's see ya. Okay. So, okay. Let's do it Try again. It again. <laughs> Welcome Welcome to to the the first first episode episode of of Allied Allied Rebels. Rebels. We are your
1: hosts, I'm Dee. And I'm Roxy. Alright, so we are so excited for today's episode, and we have an amazing topic to get started. Dee, would you be so kind and tell everyone what we are discussing today? Of course,
0: we're discussing Resident Evil. (laughs) Alright,
1: let's settle down But first Let's introduce ourselves a little bit Okay, so we are two friends who enjoy Video games, movies Music, makeup, and Everything in between So what are you into right
0: now, Dee? Um, so Now, currently I (laughs) am pretty big Into Dungeons and Dragons Nerd Rude Um I play several times a week but I don't like to take it too seriously because it takes all the fun out of the game Um, but I do follow some of the rules and I can't get super pissed when something happens that I don't agree with uh, because you know for other things I'm not the DM or the GM whatever you want to call it so I can't control what they want to do but I'm starting my very first dm slash gm role whatever like i said you want to call it um and i'm teaching some new players how to play yeah i'm one of those new players it's super stressful but super
1: fun (laughs) it's very challenging yes i it's just a learning curve i think and uh but i like the topic of the game it's harry potter that actually encouraged my boyfriend and I to watch all the movies, the Harry Potter movies again.
0: But yeah, it's um, Harry Potter meets D&D and it's kind of a fusion of the two. I found something online to help me like make a kind of a guide for it and I mashed it up as much as I wanted to and yeah. Uh, so, what's something you doing now, girl?
1: <laughs> so... Uh, well, right now, I've been getting back into video games. One of the games that I just got into recently was Animal Crossing. I do feel like I'm a little, I'm a little late to the game, but... ah, oh, it's never too late to enjoy a good game. Yeah, but it's really fun. Like, I, I totally get it now. Like, all the hype that's been, you know, over the years. There's been a lot of hype about it, and I totally get it. It's really fun. It's really cute. I like that you can... Just jump into it whenever you want to, and um, yeah, I'm still learning a lot about it, and I haven't, you know, played it in the last couple of days. But that's what's really cool. I can get into it, like, you know, get on it tonight and just continue on to on with what uh, continue with what I was
0: doing. There's no like major storyline that you really have to follow. There's no deadlines. Mm-hmm. It's just chill, bruh. Yeah, that's the kind of game it is. Yeah,
1: I like the music. It's pretty relaxing. And, you know, I like
0: just like doing the weeds and getting all the bells for the weeds. Oh, wait till you start wishing upon stars and collecting the stars the next morning. They're so freaking cute. I love them. Oh,
1: yeah. I guess I'll have to wait a little bit for that to happen. I'm still very new. Do you have a museum yet? We're about to. We just started
0: collecting fossils. So I think that's coming up soon because you can't start doing that until after the museum's there, and then after the museum's there, you have to show up at night, and randomly, his sister will show up on the island, and then that's when you can wish upon stars.
1: Okay. all right, I'll keep that in mind. I'll look forward to that. And it's fun. Like, uh, my boyfriend and I will just sit there and just go throughout the island. Like, right now, there's a little ghost part that came up, and we're having a hard time finding all the
0: things, but anyway it's just i feel like there's so much to do there too mm-hmm. there really is um like once you get hired you'll be able to reshape your island basically and make pathways so you don't have to use the pole vault to get across other places it's you're gonna be like this is amazing and then, and then you can start planting flowers and stuff. And you can get all different colors of flowers. And you can figure out which mixture of flowers make which color. And you get black flowers. Ooh, I like that one. I do <laughs> like black flowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a petty.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. No, for sure. There's still so much we have to do. So it's it's fun. And uh, but yeah, and I also like that you can play with your friends. Um, you can do like a couch co-op and then there's the option to visit other people's islands like I still have to visit your
0: island yeah oh you know what's really cool is you don't need internet connection to visit oh, islands that's is cool you can just if as long as you're in the same building uh, probably same room you can do local play oh, that's and fun. then you can just visit yeah. and it's amazing and yes you will have to visit my island
1: <laughs> I, yeah, you got all those pretty flowers in there. I do! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have all the fruits so you can get that achievement.
1: Oh. And I've got
0: tons of bugs, but I mean, you have bugs on your island too. Yeah.
1: Anyway. But yeah, we can be friends in real life and in the game. Yay! Speaking of which,
0: we've been friends for a really long time. We have. um, Since high school, Um, one of the things that truly brought us together, though, was our love of video games. Specifically, Resident Evil.
1: That's right, Dee. So let's hit you guys up with some fun facts. So, Resident Evil is one of Capcom's most popular and successful franchises. The game series has worldwide sales of more than 117 million copies as of June, 2021. We have a couple of those copies. Only one or two. (laughs) Resident Evil was created by Tokuru Fujiwara and Shinji Mikami. Tokuru Fujiwara, who is sometimes credited as Arthur King or Professor F, was involved in the development of many classic Capcom games, one of them being Mega Man, and the other game being Sweet Home, which was the game that led them to create Resident Evil.
0: Also, he created Ghosts and Goblins, which was my first video game of uh, the horror variety. Ooh, cool. You know, a few zombies, some like demon thing, and there was a knight in Shining armor. <laughs> Another fun fact, Shinji Mikami directed the first installment of the Resident Evil series in 1996, and the first installment of Dino Crisis series in 1999, both being survival horror games. He returned to Resident Evil to direct the first game in 2002 and the third-person shooter Resident Evil 4 in 2005. He also directed, under his own studio, Tango Works, the third-person horror game Evil Within in 2014. Ooh, that's another
1: scary game.
0: Super spoopy!
1: Although director Shinji Mikami and the Capcom crew released the original 1996 game as Biohazard in Japan, the game needed a new name before landing on American shores, partly because there was already a New York rap metal band using it, and also because there was another game with the same name. So Capcom held a contest among their employees to come up with a new name. Which is how it came to be known as Resident Evil. I promise one of these
0: times we'll stop saying it like that, but... um, Don't make promises we can't keep, okay? Okay, I I will hope we will stop saying it like that even though it's just so catchy. That's just how you had to say it. (laughs) When you're talking about the video games, anyway. There have been numerous adaptations of the franchise made, such as novels, manga, comics, Live action and animated movies, Netflix shows, and even a freaking musical. I know. We had to find that we and do. watch it. I'm sure Google will show us at some point, right?
1: They'll Show us the way. So we all know about those famous six live action Resident Evil films that were produced <sighs> by Paul W.S. Anderson. Loser. <laughs> they were released from 2002 to 2016. So disclaimer here. D&I are not the biggest fans of the films for many, many reasons. Nope. One of them, I think, the main reason being that they don't follow the game's premise. Although they do feature some of the game's characters. And
0: just some, not some scenes from the games, but not very often, and they are placed in areas that make zero sense. Like, why the hell were they... Fi- anyway. Why were they in a the fucking desert? They've never been in a goddamn desert before. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I feel you there. I don't get it.
1: So hopefully the reboot, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, will be better. Which, it's set to be released on November 24th, 2021. Couple months, so mm-hmm. I think we need to do a little release party for that. Oh, that'd
0: be fun. Um, There's a few characters that I'm like, you could have probably casted somebody else for that, but... I can see why they changed some of them. Don't get me wrong I love the actor who's playing Carlos but he just seems so small for Carlos <laughs> he could be bigger than I thought. <laughs> That's what she said yeah, um, she
1: said well, but, yeah." I'm, I mean I'm excited to see it I hope it sticks closer to the games mm-hmm, than same. the other
0: films but as long as Raccoon City is in there for longer than 0.2 seconds it'll already be closer
1: and, as long, and as... as long as Alice isn't there. Exactly. I was just going to say that. That's my biggest thing. As long as Jill never, ever fucking says, I'm,
0: I'm good, but, but I'm, I'm not,
1: not that good. Because, no, she would never have ever said that. Bitch, you'd
0: be down on your knees licking her fucking boots. Okay, Alice? Sorry. You're not sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Um. So moving on from that debacle. In 1997, Marvel Comics woo, woo, published a single issue prologue comic based on the original Resident Evil, released through a promotional giveaway alongside the original PlayStation game. That's cool. Oh, I won it so bad. I know. But if you've ever played Marvel vs. Capcom, you would have known that Jill was in the first one. I know. You have to remind me about that. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. And she kicked ass.
1: Like always, duh. Yeah. They've also made those animated series, one of them being Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which was just released on July 8th, 2021 on Netflix. And that one had Claire Redfield and Leon S. kennedy also known as Skenity, from Resident Evil
0: 2. Yeah, but how much was Claire actually in that? Not a lot. Not enough. Not <sighs> enough for me, anyway. No.
1: I thought it was going to be very similar to the game where half of the original game, right. Where half of it was, you know, it it just felt like it was split evenly. Whereas the movie just felt like it was following mainly Leon.
0: We didn't get to see enough of Claire. Nope. So yeah, sad days. But if you love reading, I highly suggest looking up the resident evil book series by SD Perry. She's a phenomenal writer. Um, the books she wrote for the games were amazing it gave really good detail and like super specific situations that happened that you're like that could have so fucking happened that was amazing and then um what she did was the odd number books were all like video games and the even number books were like kind of like fillers um
1: Kinda of what happened between the games.
0: Yeah. And oh the fourth book is still my favorite. It's so good. It has like everybody in it and you're storming like they're storming the um underground facility. And so that book came out before the movie did. And I was like, Oh that's what the it's like going off the book. Oh my god, this is so fucking amazing. I'm so excited. And then the
1: letdown. Yeah. But that's anyway
0: another day the books are amazing 100 out of 100 10 out of 10 recommend i haven't read them in a long time but i remember they were really good so back to the games the newer resident evil games are considered more of um a shooter type game right while the original series first few games were credited with defining survival horror genre another little tidbit uh the original game was supposed to be first person shooter but because of the memory limitations on PlayStation, they had to switch it to third person with the fixed camera angles.
1: Yeah, I actually really like that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of the first few games because I just like seeing what's behind me. It's not. It's, uh, yeah. It makes you feel safe mm-hmm. when you can it's, see things behind you. It's spoopy. Yeah.
0: When it's, <laughs> see, the reason I didn't like games like Doom at first was because it was first person and I didn't like that at all. I was just like, I always, I know that's the point. I always felt like something was physically behind me in, in my room with me. Yeah. So no, I didn't like that. But now that I'm older, I kind of like that. I like that adrenaline rush. Yeah. For me, it was an acquired taste
1: for sure. It took me years to finally be okay with first person shooters. But so it's never mentioned exactly where in the Midwest Raccoon City is located, but in the novels based on the games written by S.D. Perry that we just talked about, it's said to be located in Pennsylvania, which mm. I didn't consider Pennsylvania to be part of the Midwest. But I guess according to
0: everyone else, it is. I I wouldn't say everyone else. According <laughs> to some, remember when we looked it up? There is a couple of maps that had it in the Midwest. It's kind of split, yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Say yes, no. Yeah. You know, I'm not. The number one person for geography, so you know, what? Who who am I to judge?
1: Right, and just give it to them.
0: Yeah, okay. So if you ever played a game for Resident Evil, you ever picked up a book for Resident Evil, you ever looked up anything for Resident Evil, you should know the name Albert Wesker. I was gonna say, wait, who is he? <laughs> Grounded. <laughs> That's what you are. Oh. He has been one of the main villains for the entire series. He is the only Resident Evil character to appear in or be mentioned in every single Resident Evil game up until Resident Evil Village. Where there's a conspiracy theory that... Conspiracy <laughs> theories! Anyway. Oh. Um, that... At the end credits, there's somebody who looks an awful lot like him in villager clothing. Dun, dun, dun. I've got so many, I've got so many, so many conspiracy theories for Resident Evil. All in
1: all, there have been 26 Resident Evil games released in North America since 1996. Starting with Resident Evil in 1996, Our story starts out with the literal stars of the game, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield. Sorry, (laughs) A series of bizarre murders have occurred on the outskirts of Raccoon City, with signs of cannibalism on the victim's remains. The Raccoon Police Department's Special Tactics and Rescue Service, also known as STARS, are assigned to investigate the murders. Stars is divided into two teams, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo team is sent first, but after contact with them is lost, Alpha team is sent to investigate their disappearance. That's why you always send Alpha first. Bravo fucks up. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Alpha is superior yeah. to Bravo. Yeah. I actually haven't played this game as much as the other games, but I really liked it.
0: And it makes sense why it's it like launched the series. Yeah, because yeah, think about it. Like, back then, they did not have games like that out. It was just way ahead of its time. And just oh, just a master freaking piece. A little biased, though.
1: Just a little bit. I just love the whole aspect. You get to shoot things. You get to solve these puzzles. You get all kinds of stuff. You get to kill the zombies. There's, like, these things jumping everywhere, like, coming at you from different places and so, it is just
0: awesome game.
1: And the characters, I I just love too. I, <laughs>
0: I love Chris, too. Yeah. Uh, the next game to come out with, you know, a very good title, very creative, Resident Evil 2. Came out in 1998, so just two years later. On September 29th, 1998, two months after the events of the first Resident Evil, most citizens of the Midwest American mountain community, Raccoon City, have been transformed into zombies by the T-Virus, a biological weapon secretly developed by the pharmaceutical company Umbrella. Leon Kennedy, a police officer, or a rookie cop, on his first day, and Claire Redfield, a college student just looking for her brother Chris, hmm, why have we heard that name, make their way to the Raccoon City Police Department. They discover that most of the police force have been killed. And that Chris has left town investigating Umbrella's headquarters in Europe. And let me tell you, this game, when I say it changed my life, I ain't joking. It changed my life. It made me into a gamer.
1: Yep. This is actually the first game of the series that we both played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was just really awesome. I still remember it vividly. Like, the graphics was just so great for its time. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, you get the, the same thing, the action, the horror. And
0: to me, it's just so memorable. It, it could be because it's the first game that we played, but it was just a memorable game in general. Like, the way you think about it, or like the way I think about it is, like, it's got so many key moments in it that make it memorable. Same with the original game, don't get me wrong. But you would think that a game like that, the tie-ins with the original game, most people don't like think too much about it and things like that. But Resident Evil always has a tie-in at some point to be connected to the other games. All right so the first eight games of the series have like a huge direct link with the original game and There's never, like, a guess, like, oh, is this, like, connected to it? I don't know. Like, there was in one particular game that might have seven in the title. Anyway. So, while the events of Resident
1: Evil 2 were happening, we also have the events of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis happening as well. And this one came out just a year later in 1999. September 28th. Daylight. The monsters have overtaken the city. Somehow... I'm still alive. Heck yeah. On September 28, 1998, 24 hours prior to the events of Resident Evil 2, former Special Tactics and Rescue Service member, STARS member, Jill Valentine, attempts to escape from Raccoon City. Most of the population has been transformed into zombies by an outbreak of the T-Virus, a new type of biological weapon secretly developed by the pharmaceutical company Umbrella. On her journey through the city, she encounters countless of zombies and monsters, including the formidable Nemesis, a bioorganic weapon programmed to target surviving witnesses of Umbrella's experiments, and especially any Star's members. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I could sit here and talk forever about this game. I just absolutely love this game, hands down, probably my favorite in the series. I love that it. You know, like we were saying, all these games are tying in. This one definitely
0: with two. They're taking mm-hmm. place around the same time. And Jill and Umbrella and Nemesis. Nemmy. Nemmy. Um, Like I said, there's such a strong connection amongst all of these first games. Like, not even the fact that they brought in other, you know, the original characters. It's the storyline. It's all tied in somehow and it's always motherfucking Umbrella that's behind everything. hmm
1: yep now in this game i remember
0: playing it on the pc Mm -hmm. with the keyboard and that was the nightmare oh my god how many times did we die before we're like no yeah we need a controller yeah so we went to circuit city (laughs) and we grabbed a fucking ticket and we grabbed
1: a controller a pc controller and that was a game changer right there heck
0: yeah
1: and then we spent how many hours just countless of hours up until like 5 in the morning, just oh, playing yeah. it.
0: Sometimes we didn't even go to sleep. Yeah, no. That's Mercenary true. mode. Now that I'm older, the mercenary mode doesn't excite me as much. Also, you don't get as much cool stuff when you do the mercenary mode like you did back then with the infinite rocket launcher, the infinite magnum, the infinite everything.
1: I think that mercenary mode in that game in particular was very, very giving. Like, you could... Play for anything really, and it mm-hmm. was actually really fun. And I like that you could play with
0: all the the three mercenaries in the mm-hmm. game. That was really cool. That was really really cool, especially Mikhail. Yeah.
1: Poor Mikhail. Carlos. Yeah. Mikhail.
0: Carlos did have the Desert Eagle though, which was mm-hmm. very helpful.
1: Yeah, I think we played mostly with him and Mikhail
0: because mm-hmm. of that. It was weird because we didn't really play much as Jill, but her loadout was kind of shit.
1: Yeah and also we got to play with her a lot during that's the game, true so we might maybe give we're like
0: eh, them a chance. new people new people um so this series has come out with many spin offs and you know side games whatever you want to call them uh the first one came in the year 2000 you know y2k um everybody was gonna die the world was gonna implode right um unless you're too young to even know what i'm talking about which anywho um the first one was called resident evil survivor and then one of my favorite games to come from the series is resident evil code veronica it came out the same year as this first spinoff in 2000 three months after escaping from raccoon city prior to its eventual destruction Claire Redfield raids the Umbrella Corporation facility in Paris in search of her brother Chris Redfield. Discovered by Umbrella's security force and eventually captured, Claire is imprisoned in Rockford Island, a prison complex owned by the corporation. You can't tell me that that shit wasn't shady as fuck. Who what what pharmaceutical company needs a prison? Conspiracy theories. <laughs> The prison was situated in the Southern Ocean. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very... Was sus? This... A little sus. Sometime after her imprisonment, Claire finds herself released by the very man who captured her and discovers that an outbreak of the T-virus has occurred. Hmm. k k karma In the resulting chaos, she finds herself teaming up with Steve Burnside, another inmate, seeking to escape ah help me sorry that nerd yeah uh, what a dweeb he was a dweeb but oh that poor kid just i mean we didn't talk about sherry she was only 12 steve was 17 we've had conversations about this yeah before like it's just we'll, we'll talk more about that later my most vivid memories of this
1: game is you playing the game and me watching because those bander snatchers are no joke. Yeah. They just grab onto your wig and
0: whip that wig off you. <laughs> and then you dead. Yeah. Oh, the like when you would hear the crunch of your skull if you were like too close to death or something. Fucking assholes. Classic. Classic. Fucking classic.
1: But yeah. I like the gameplay. It's very similar to the first three games. Mm-hmm. That it is. I do like that in this one, the camera fall
0: looked you a little bit. A little, yeah, mm-hmm. that was really cool. It was the first um, Resident Evil game with a female, uh, enemy, uh, bad guy, main person. What am I trying to say? Villain. Villain. I know some of these words. <laughs> yeah, help, help. My brain went.
1: <laughs> She said, what's, what's the song? I'm a boss's bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. So, following Code Veronica, we have another spin off, Resident Evil Gaiden, came out in 2002. In that same year, Capcom was on a roll and they came out with Resident Evil the Remake in 2002 as well. And that game, yeah, that's the one I just played. So good, so good. So good. Then that same year, they came out with Resident Evil Zero, also in 2002. So on July 23rd, 1998, a train owned by the pharmaceutical company Umbrella, the The Ecliptic Express, comes under attack from a swarm of leeches. As the passengers and crew are attacked, a mysterious young man watches over the resulting chaos from a hillside. Two hours later, the Bravo team of the Special Tactics and Rescue Service Star's police force is sent to investigate a series of cannibalistic murders in the Arkley Mountains outside of Raccoon City. On the way to the scene, its helicopter has an engine failure and crash lands in the forest. I was going to say something bad. (laughs) While searching the immediate area, Officer Rebecca Chambers of Bravo team comes across the express. She begins to investigate the scene, only to find the passengers and crew transformed into zombies.
0: People underrate Rebecca so much that uh, what you have to understand about Rebecca and why she's such a fucking badass is because she was 18 when all this went down. And she was a freaking genius, and that's why she was on this team. There needs to be another game with her in it. Yeah.
1: Because, yeah, she must have been like, she must, she had to have been like a child prodigy in order she to was. be a medic mm-hmm. at that age. So, I haven't played this game as much as you have, but I remember us playing it together. And one of the things I remember
0: the most is not having an item box in the game. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I complained about it at first, but like thinking back on it now, I really actually enjoyed not having an item box.
1: I know. Can you imagine if the
0: new games have the same mechanic? Because now you just discard it, and you have to just discard it. You don't get it back. Whereas when there was no item box, you would have to leave it there, but it also did bite me in the ass once. I dropped a gun, and I didn't realize it was going to be the end of the thing, and then all of a sudden I wasn't on the train anymore. It's fine. I had to restart that part. It's okay. Just kill yourself. <laughs> I did. I just killed myself. I restarted that shit because... You can't leave a gun behind.
1: I guess that's the pros and cons to the item box and to not having the
0: item box. I almost think and the cool thing that like on the map it would show where items were. You just have to remember like okay I'm going to go open a new door. It might start a cutscene. I might lose my stuff so I'm going to pick up the important things and you know carry on. That way
1: you wouldn't lose a
0: gun. Yeah. Oh, after that happened, I learned that. Oh, so
1: that means you have to pay attention?
0: Yeah. yeah. Right? Kids these days don't pay attention when they play video games to tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so, after Zero, there came a string of other spinoff games. There was Resident Evil Dead Aim in 2003, Resident Evil Outbreak in 2004, and Resident Evil Outbreak File 2 in 2005. Um... In 2004, U.S. government agent Leon Kennedy is on a mission to rescue Ashley Graham, the U.S. president's daughter, who was abducted by a mysterious cult. He travels to an unnamed rural village in Spain, where he encounters a group of hostile villagers who pledge their lives to Los Illuminados, the cult that kidnapped Ashley. The villagers were once simple farmers until becoming infected by the mind-controlling parasite known as Las Plagas. (laughs) Uh,
1: This game. So this game is also not one of our favorite games in the series. But after playing it for the first time a couple years ago. we played it a couple years ago for the first for me it was my first time you had played it already previously oh
0: yeah i forgot that was your first time it was my first time and it was
1: okay and i will say towards the end i was like okay it's fun there's a lot of cool different things about it so i i was just thinking i understand why people who play this and it's their first game in the series i understand why they like it so much but it's definitely very different Mm -hmm. from the rest of the games
0: before it it's a whole different feel and it just didn't have enough it had some tie-in to the original games like i said before uh but for the most part this is one that like lacked that true connection to the original games you had leon and a couple of mentions of wesker and
1: they eventually tied in yeah we'll talk about that further in a another episode. Just to me, it
0: took too long to get there. That's true. I know it took a long time, and it shouldn't have taken us that long, but when you're not really enjoying a game, it took me 20 hours to play, or to beat it, but that's because I was like, ugh, you know, I gotta do this part, or ugh, I gotta do this part. And I shouldn't feel that way about a game. But I will say, after playing it this not second time, it was like my Fourth or fifth time playing it, so obviously I didn't hate it that much. But I think
1: it's uh, because we make it fun, though. Yeah, we're sitting there going back and forth, commentary, mm-hmm.
0: and just making fun of Leon and for Ashley. Being stupid, and Ashley, Ashley for the
1: president's daughter. Yeah, it's just. Can you believe that she had the guts to ask, like try to hit on Leon? Though, come right. on. Well, she's the president's daughter. <laughs> My daddy is the president. So she yeah, know what she wants.
0: I mean, she probably was used to doing whatever she wanted anyway. She probably was like uh when the Las Luminados um, kidnapped her. She was probably like, um "These are not correct conditions for me. I need a bed, bitch." Shut. Up. Except for they, you know, say it in Spanish. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <Kaete>. <laughs> Te voy a matar. I totally <laughs> wanted to kill her. Oh, 100%, <laughs> we 100%.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, following Resident Evil 4, we have another spinoff. Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles came out in 2007. And following that, we have Resident Evil 5, came out in 2009. Five years after the events of Resident Evil 4, Chris Redfield, now an agent for the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance, that's a mouthful. Okay. So let's go with BSAA. Is dispatched to Kijuju in Africa. He and his new partner, Sheva Alomar. Sheva, <laughs> Sheva, hurry, Sheva, Sheva. So he and his new partner, Sheva, are tasked with apprehending Ricardo Irving before he can sell a bioorganic weapon, a BOW, on the black market. That's illegal. That's illegal. When they arrive, they discover that the locals have been infected by the parasites Las Plagas and the BSAA Alpha team have been killed. Da, 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 da. So, unpopular opinion, but I really like this game. Oh, yeah. I thought it was super fun and I really like playing as both Chris and Sheva. And it wasn't the first co-op game. That was technically Outbreak. Mm-hmm. That was online. But this one was their first couch co-op. Yes that was really fun Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. that was my
1: favorite part of it was being able to play with someone
0: the worst part of it though was how little the split screen was it still makes (sighs) zero sense to me
1: they did that again on the next game Uh uh-huh yeah no it was awful yeah like all (laughs) the real estate right (laughs) and you guys decide to only use like you know a third of it yeah why Okay. I don't know. Why? I think it looked oh. cool. Like, I guess I could see it. Like, it just, like, kind of looked cool because one was over here and one was over there. I don't there, give but... a flying
0: about how cool it looked. I wanted to be able to see the screen. <laughs> you can't have that. That's asking way too much. Okay. Right. I still love this game. There's a reason it's their number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there came a string of four spinoff games after Resident Evil 5 before we got the next game. We got Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles in 2009. Resident Evil Mercenaries 3D in 2011. Resident Evil Revelations 2012. Which a little bit arguably could be a game of its own. Not a spinoff, but I could see why it's considered a spinoff still. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City in 2012. Definitely a spinoff. Oh. And then... Again, one of my favorite games. Resident Evil 6 in 2012. The events in this game take place throughout four campaigns, opening with a new character, Jake Frickin' Mueller, who's begrudgingly partnered with Sherry Birkin. We also had a campaign with an OG, Leon Kennedy, partnered with Helena Harper, (sighs) and a boy, Chris Redfield. Also partnered with our beloved Pierce Nivens. Pierce. And then we have Ada Ada Wong. Also her campaign with her partner, Poor Replaceable Agent. Poor Agent. He has to look at her. I'm so sorry, Agent.
1: Well, it's not his fault, but I just feel bad about... The creators' their decision to make him not
0: be able to open doors or do anything—you can't advance the game at all. Like, what's the fucking point of having him? You know, just put two Aidas in there. You guys already did it in the fucking game, you f- morons.
1: Spoiler alert, <laughs> but yeah, this game was really fun too. I love the whole co-op aspect mm-hmm. of it. I love the four stories how they intertwine with each other, and you get to see different aspects of, you know, the the whole story in
0: general. It was just really cool to see that there really really was um I just love seeing like their in- interactions between like Jake being protective of Sherry when they met or when they bumped into Leon and then Chris and Leon's interaction and like Jake and Chris's interactions were really good too because and then Pierce like being like bitch what toward Jake oh I it's love that. so, He's so protective
1: good. Of Chris oh
0: i ship them but more more my more ship chris and uh jill so let's not get it twisted
1: i don't ship them that way i just think they're like well no such like a good like partners partner oh partners Wait, sorry
0: i know that sounded really weird i meant partners <laughs> <laughs> um but obviously chris and jill is more than just partners
1: yeah but i love uh yeah and i just like you said all their interactions like i like leon and chris like i don't think i mean i don't think it's can as a can at that point like the claire and leon thing i don't think so it never is but it, it is in my heart I do, I do like all the memes about like chris like talking to, like asking leon about like all right so when you hook up with claire like what's <laughs> up like trying to set them up i love that yeah it
0: just those two just need to like get their heads out of their ass well okay Let's face it, Leon needs to get his head out of his ass because Claire's probably just like, "Bro, I'm right here."
1: Well, hopefully one of these days he'll uh, figure it out, and you know stop simping for Ada. But Ugh. we'll see. And then following six, we have another spin-off with Resident Evil Revelations two in 2015 and Umbrella Corps in 2016. Then we get to Resident Evil Seven in 2017. So in July of 2017, Ethan Winters is drawn to a plantation in Dolby, Louisiana by a message from his wife, Mia, who has been presumed dead since going missing in 2014. He finds Mia imprisoned in the basement of a derelict house and frees her. She tries to lead them out but suddenly becomes violent and attacks him, forcing him to kill her. Ethan escapes, but is pursued around the house by the different Baker family members, who continually attack him and display powerful regenerative abilities. In the basement, Ethan discovers sludge-covered, mutated creatures known as the Molded. With the help of Zoe, a member of the Baker family, he discovers he can make a serum to cure them, and sets out to save his wife and the Baker family. So this game, I feel... Like, the way you feel about Four, it's not my favorite. I do like Ethan Winters. Now, he did grow on me, but, you know, he was not my favorite at first. And I just, the whole story seemed like it didn't tie in a lot with Umbrella. Obviously, it does a whole full circle type thing where it Supposedly. does. But, and then what we talked about before, that Chris in Seven is not the real Chris. No not even kind
0: of conspiracy (gasps) theories (laughs) sorry he's just not he's it's not the same chris it is not he looks nothing like him i don't i don't even care i don't even skipped arm day or something i don't even care about the bulkiness it like the facial structure the hair color sure dudes can dye their hair too whatever but it the nose shape the ear shape the jawline it ain't christopher lee isaac redfield shut up that's my canon name for him i don't care so yeah
1: he does look like christopher lee isaac yeah (laughs) yeah um and then they switch to the first person shooter which Mm -hmm. it it just like i said just to me it just a lot of the things along with that aspect just made it seem like a
0: like not resident evil to me Mm -hmm. i agree it's like you already said it is like four it's a fucking phenomenal like survival horror game. Or... Oh, it's scary. It's I was scary, scared. Right? But <sighs> this is the one where it really like the tie-in for our, the original Resident Evils are little to none. There is some, obviously. But it's just not enough. I do like the game. I do. But...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just so many things about the game itself, like the gameplay, like, but that's, I think that's just personal opinion, like Ethan deciding to go after his wife, first of all, and not get help, but then I guess there'd be no game if he would have done that,
0: and then just, but would you, would you really, think about it this way, she's been missing for how many years at that point? Three years. Three years, right? Or 17, three years. Yeah, um, She'd been missing for three years and all of a sudden you get this message and oh, we can talk, we can talk about it in the game. We're, yeah. we're talk more about the game. So never mind. But yeah, no, I mean,
1: I would have called the cops, but that's just me. <laughs> right. <laughs> who well, to go help me. Like, yeah, because obviously I would have feared for her safety at that point. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I need backup. Like I need, we're going to go rescue my wife. But
0: how can you prove that it was what I was trying to get us? How can you prove that it that was recorded when she sent it to you? You know?
1: Yeah, no, that's right. You go in there thinking it's just her and whatever, but yeah. Anyway.
0: Guys, when I tell you that I cried when I actually saw this next game I'm going to talk about in the PlayStation Store, I cried when I saw the Resident Evil 2 remake in the PlayStation Store in 2019. I was talking to so many people how they need to remake 2 because, you know, they remade the first, the original one in 2002. So I was like, There's, this is never going to happen. Ever. And lo and behold, it finally did. Yeah, judge me all you want. I don't care. I cried over a video game. <laughs> but like I said before, it literally is a game that changed my life. And then they did another solid to us.
1: And they remade Resident Evil 3. Now, I did cry for this one too. <laughs> when it was gifted to me, I cried like a little baby because i <laughs> freaking love jill and i freaking love nemesis and i love the third game and it was so
0: great oh, it's uh, there's just that deep connection with those two games now they need to remake co-veronica and then we could be on good terms again capcom i still love you i'm sorry and then <laughs> with resident evil 3 the remake came out resident evil resistance and the final installment thus far of resident evil resident evil village in 2021 that's
1: crazy that came out this year uh-huh i feel like that was forever ago it
0: really does feel like it was forever ago but then again 2020 and 2021 feels like 20 years each so kind of makes sense true story resident evil village is set three years after the events of resident evil 7. Largely on the day of February 9th, 2021. Ethan has been living with his wife, Mia, and six-month-old daughter, Rosemary, when Chris Redfield, the protagonist of previous Resident Evil entries, and his men suddenly appeared, murdered his wife in cold blood, kidnapped him and his baby daughter, bringing them to a mysterious European village. Always these mysterious places, unnamed locations, da-da-da-da-da, Resident Evil, come on. Ethan has to traverse the village to rescue Rosemary. (sighs) This game. I enjoyed this game. And it's more linked to Resident Evil than 7 was, but just barely.
1: Yeah. I will say this game got me in the feels. But Mm -hmm. my biggest thing with it was I felt like they took too long to bring it around back to the franchise.
0: Just like 4?
1: Yeah. They had in 7.
0: And seven. Yep. but yeah.
1: It was really beautiful, though. And I liked a lot of the mechanics of the game. I liked a lot of the characters, to be honest with you. I, I liked a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. from the game. I liked a lot of it.
0: So, to us, Resident Evil is a very quotable franchise. And to this day, we still quote from many different Resident Evil games. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is...
1: You want stars? I'll give you stars. Are oh,
0: your girl Jill Valentine? And then you can always just go with the really cliche one from that game and just stars. Oh, it's so good. It still gives me chills. Um, one that I always say from the original two Ooh, sorry about that, babe. I thought you were one of them. Hold on. Box door. What's going on in this town? <laughs> I <laughs> Poor Blair. I ain't got a clue, darling. By the time I noticed something was wrong, the entire city was infested with zombies. But don't you worry, pretty little head, darling. You'll be safe in here with me.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh my god, okay, Kendo. What a freaking creep.
1: Yeah. And the the my favorite part about that is when you do the when you quote that you you always gotta do the hand motions the blocky like, hand motions you with gotta it. you just gotta yeah it's kind of when when you do the the Marvin quote too
0: oh yeah the, the I don't I can't remember his quote right now but it's like but the, what do you call him? oh my Marvin K mooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i i know that's not his it's like branigan or something like that i can't remember right now what his name is but
1: that's his nickname that you yeah
0: just like nemi yeah
1: another one we say around here is there's a gun inside by claire on the second game Mm -hmm. every time i open something i'll just say that even if (laughs) it's not a gun
0: same um one that i quote quite often for no reason, just literally for like why? Why is it a quote that I say as things just cause the way he says it from Resident Evil Five, Mr. Irving, I'm a businessman with standards. I mean <laughs> it's just it's it's just one of those quotes that is like why? Why do I quote that? I just do. I just I don't.
1: do. Sometimes it's like Things is good,
0: uh-huh. yeah. Or, like, from six when uh Jake pulls the metal from Sherry's back, and what the hell? <laughs> He's such a good character, though. He is He's so oh fun. Oh my god, I, I, I want him to come back. What are you mental? <laughs>
1: my boyfriend says that a lot, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why.
0: Mm. Mm. So another few quotes from Code Veronica, which two in Code Veronica, they're my favorite two, so they're the ones that I'm going to get um, my most quotes from. Uh, so there was no Alexia after all. Or, I hear that one a lot. <laughs> you will not escape. <laughs> I love that one so much. I like when you do that one. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, another one I say that I always forget is from Resident Evil is you'll only slow me down <laughs> yeah okay Steve yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good so good so good
1: so we have a list of 10 quotes by thegamer.com and we should go down the list so do you want to read number 10 D
0: uh yeah because it's a freaking great one complete global saturation that was from albert wesker in resident evil 5
1: yeah he was such a boss in that game
0: i mean he is always but like this game he's just like you know oh the next quote i think it's it's a quote that I would almost say that even if you've never played Resident Evil, you've probably heard somebody making fun of this one before.
1: Number nine. You were almost a Jill sandwich! <laughs> Resident Evil, said
0: by Barry Burton. Oh, Mr. Burton. Poor guy. And then, number eight. You know, Mr. One Liner himself. Where's everyone going? Bingo. From Leon Skennedy in Resident Evil 4. He's the king of one-liners.
1: Yeah. And then you have to do this one too, okay? Number seven.
0: Stars. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh.
1: Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Six.
0: And then the next one, number six. What are you buying?
1: Resident Evil 4. The merchant.
0: And then from one of my favorite, favorite entries of any book or journal or note or newspaper from Resident Evil is Itchy Tasty. Technically, for Itchy Tasty. But really, what I like to say is, I found the actual quote. Um, Itchy, Itchy Scott came, ugly face, so killed him. Tasty. And then the next entry is mm, nom, nom, four nom, nom. itchy tasty. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. Yep. Mm-mm, delicious. And then
1: number four. <clears throat> Alright, let me get my Do I have your attention, boy? You are about to see something wonderful. For pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> Yay! pretty good. So notoriously bad at accent. Um, that was Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, said by Jack Baker. When he's gonna kill you for the first time? I mean, that's a little a little, a little stabby stab. Do a little stab stab. And then number
0: three. <coughs> Seven minutes. Seven minutes, all I can spare to play with you. From Wesker again in Resident Evil Five. And then. We have for the number two spot
1: Look, you have two choices here kill or be killed. Your call. That was Claire Redfield from Resident Evil The Darkside Chronicles. And then number one
0: <clears throat> From the man himself The number one dude uh, no, wait, did I say dude douche? Uh Sure, I'm not human anymore, but just look at the power I've gained. <laughs> Albert Wesker, Resident Evil, Code Veronica. Yeah, I feel like there
1: should be a <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> foolish mortal. No!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good.
1: So. What's one
0: of your favorite characters from the whole franchise? I've said this a million times before. I can't pick just one. So my top three (laughs) are um, Chris, Jill, and Claire. And then Leon comes up kind of like he falls behind because he can't get his head out of his butt but (laughs) I had to. (laughs) How about you? Who are, who are some of your favorites?
1: Definitely Jill is my favorite and I like and I love Claire and Leon and Chris as well. The original four. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and of course Nemesis. Nemmy.
0: Yeah, my favorite like bad guys, quote unquote bad guys are Nemi, Alexia and of course Wesker. How about you? Besides Nemi.
1: Well, yeah. Definitely Nemesis. I have to say, I really like Donna Beneviento from Village. I wish they would have gone more into her, but I, I like the whole, like, goth doll her aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. I said ath-aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah. Oh, honorable mention Mr. X.
1: Yes, he is more creepy dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we're definitely going to talk more about all this stuff. We're going to get more into each and every game. We're going to get all the deets on them. Go into like all the characters in every game. The monsters to All the mechanics of each game. Some of our conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely the conspiracy theories. But yeah, this was really fun.
0: That noise was. <laughs>
1: You're fun, exciting.
0: Man. Uh, it was a good um, trip down memory lane for some things and Pierce ripping open some old wounds that are never gonna heal. Conspiracy theories.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's alive.
1: Yeah. So next episode is gonna be super fun. We're gonna break down Resident Evil, the first game, both the original and the remake.
0: So thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned and make sure to follow us on our social media.
1: Yeah. All the links will be on the show notes. So go ahead and check them out, guys. I think it's time we sign off, Dee. Me too. All right. Toodaloo, fellow Rebels. Conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> <laughs> cause he's alive